The pandemic has changed a lot of things, but one thing that it didn't change is the fact that you need to know about prominent artists, singers, musicians, entrepreneurs, parents, and those that are definitely making their mark in ministry and in other areas of life. The Abundant Living Talk Show podcast does just that. Join me as I talk to world changers and find out how they came about their business ideas, their dreams, and they are living their abundant life. Each week, you'll hear a new interview with somebody who's showcasing their talent, shining light on their craft, and just telling you about their abundant living experience. If somebody asks you how you're living, I hope you say abundantly. I'm Latia S. Brock. Thanks so much for joining me. Brock and I am the host of the Abundant Living Talk Show and Podcast. I'm so excited that after a brief uh, getaway, we are back and we have our first guest with us today on the show. Malik Long is 39 years old, was born in Philly, but has lived in Pittsburgh for the last nine years. He's also a creator of a podcast, the Cool Podcast with the Cool Brother. He's also a vocalist and he's just trying to continue to get his voice heard around Pittsburgh and in general. We have some great questions lined up, and I'm excited to have him on as my guest. Help me welcome Malik Long. Oh, what's going on? Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being on the show, Malik. I'm so excited to talk to you, just to talk about your upcoming projects, your music, your podcast. 
You know, people a lot of times say, well, what don't you do? I see you on my timeline a lot, and it's always for positive things. Yes, yes, yes. We need to spread more positivity in the world today, especially the world we live in right now. So, yes. Definitely. So I want to jump right into our questions. And my first question is, you are known to your fans um, on your podcast as the Cool Brother. Where did that name come from? Actually, um, that name came from back in high school when I was attending high school back in the nineties. Um, some some uh, a classmate of mine always addressed me as "Who ass Malik," and I'll say "Who ass such and such and such." And then another <laughs> and then another classmate of mine just for some reason called me the cool brother, and I'll say, "You know what? That's yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it. That's, that's what's gonna stick." Yeah, yeah, yeah that was thick, and you know, I just. That was my nickname, you know, ever since then. And, you know, people call me the cool brother. I always dress myself sometimes as the cool brother, you know, even back then and, and now. So it just stuck. So Well, definitely. Always- and it is fitting. I can definitely say that it is fitting because everything that I know about Malik is cool. We got swag. I'm telling y'all, when he shows up to these shows, he's always dressed nice and he's real smooth. So the cool brother is definitely a good name. Now I want to get into the music. In addition to music, uh, you do spoken word and poetry as well, right? Ever in my life, just strictly vocals, just strictly singing. You know, I never, I thought about it, but it just, just ain't my thing. You know, vocals, singing, that's my thing. You know. So would you? I'd rather sing it. I'd rather sing it to someone than, you know, say poetically. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I see, I see. So would you consider yourself to be a, an avid writer? Like, do you write, you know, songs as well, the music that we hear you perform? Yes, I, I, I write, I've written songs before, but, um, you know, I haven't wrote in a long time. So, but I have songs that's written, I'm just ready to record them when that time comes. So. I definitely understand. Now, who encouraged your love for music? A lot of times people say, oh, I grew up in the church or, oh, I started singing with my family. But who encouraged your love for music? Actually, my mother. My mother, she, um, you know, hi, mom. Um, she um, she actually um, encouraged me to take vocal lessons because I was real, real shy, you know, very painfully shy when around people, especially women. So um, when I graduated high school, I... Um, I immediately signed up for vocal lessons. And I had my very first public performance at this place called the Clef Club in Philadelphia back in June of 2004. And ever since then, you know, even though I was mad nervous, mad scared, petrified, but it was a great experience because I was able to release myself from my shell and it brought out my confidence. And ever since then, I just enjoyed performing and you know the the audience was most of the time well receptive of my performance you know like last night so um yeah that um my mother she encouraged me to take vocal lessons and you know her love for music you know i was raised on motown the sound of philadelphia and of course um in the 80s and 90s r&b you know 80s new jack swing 90s r&b and late early 2000s r&b so yeah yeah i just I'm just in love with music, whether it's pop, you know, soft rock, classic rock, classic R&B, hip hop. You know, I'm just in love with music, you know. Definitely, definitely. You mentioned something that we discussed 
previously, R&B music, um, there's just a vibe that you get from 90s R&B. What would you like to see happen in today's music realm? As far as R&B is concerned, I, I just want real R&B to come back. It's just like, you know, R&B is very non-existent. Like, real R&B is non-existent. It's like, what happened? What happened to it? You know, it just, like, got lost in the shuffle. You know, yeah. back then, R&B was in the forefront as far as genres is concerned. It was right up there with pop and country and rock and hip-hop. And now it's taking a back seat while all the other genres are continued to flourish. True. You know, it's like, I just want R&B to come back, but... How it's gonna come back? I have no idea. <laughs> I just want, I just, I just wanted to come back. So until then, I strictly listen to you know early two thousands, nineties, eighties, and seventies and sixties R and B. Yeah, definitely. I think I have a good playlist. It goes from the nineties, like you said, to the eighties, just a mixture, just to make me feel those vibes and all the good feels. So yes. I want to go to who is your favorite artist? I know sometimes it's hard to pinpoint. You know, my playlist, like you said, I listen to almost everybody. But who is one of, you know, your favorite artists that you can say you definitely listen to and you're inspired by? Um, As far as artists, it's actually a group. That's The Temptations. Okay. Yes, The Temptations. I, I, you know, I can listen to those guys every day. You know, they had multiple personnel alterations with members coming and going, but I can listen to them all day, you know. I, I'm a fan of the classic five, you know, David, Paul, Eddie, Melvin, and Otis, you know. God rest their souls, and Otis, he's still the sole original member of Living. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Temptations, you know, they, I can listen to them all day. they one of my favorites. Definitely, yes. definitely. And you look, I love the Temptations, and you know that we're in the fall, so it's getting closer to Christmas. I do have... <laughs> I have the record and I have the CD. So I have the vinyl and the CD of The Temptations Christmas. That's one of my favorites to play. Yes. Um, yes. I want to go to the power of your words. I know that you said you've written songs and you'll hopefully do some more of that. But what do you believe, you know, when you touch that mic, when you get on stage, what power do you believe you have with your words? Um, I think the power that I have is, you know, when I sing, I'm, you know, it's a connection with me and the audience. Like, um, I perform um, New Edition's Can You Stand the Rain, you know, even though it's not an original tune of mine. But, you know, when I was singing it, the audience was singing right back as well. You know, so that's the that's the power that words have. And um, I also perform the original tune, and um, I sung that, and, you know, People was jamming. It was bobbing their head, you know, dancing and whatnot. So, yeah, you know, just make, you know, words are powerful. Just make people groove and whether they happy or cry tears of sadness or joy, you know, that's the power of lyrics, power of words. It can touch someone, you know. It can also make someone reminisce, you know, what they was doing at that particular time, what they was doing and where they was at and whatnot. So that's that's the beauty and power of words. It can touch someone in a good way. Definitely. In a good, in a positive way. Definitely. Yes. And that moves on to our next uh, part. Words definitely have power. And I think as an artist and as a performer, you have the power to decide, you know, what you want your audience to feel, what you want your audience to hear. 
Um, sometimes I think people, you know, we as people, we can take it for granted. Like if we're not having a good day or we're not, you know, feeling the, the music or anything, your audience will pick that up. You know what right. I mean? Your audience will definitely pick that up, your energy um, and your yes. vibe. But every time, you know, that I've seen you perform, it's been great because you want to be there. You're very present in the moment. You're very engaging. Um, a thing that I love also, when your wife is at the gigs, you pull her up and you dance with her. You know, it's just those little touches that I really think help make your performance believable, authentic. Um, and it's a, just a good vibe, overall good vibe. Um, because like you said, bringing back good music, a lot of times you go to these concerts and you're not able to engage. So these intimate spaces where you're performing, they've been great. I've really, really enjoyed you know, watching you perform. You do a very good and, job at that. And I enjoy watching you perform as well. And, you know, you, you and also um, Mr. Chuck G, shout out to him. You know, y'all too, y'all like the dynamic duo when y'all on that stage, whether y'all, yeah, on stage or recording. Y'all like Batman Oh, thank and Robin, you. I appreciate you know. that. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Like MJ and Scottie Pippen. <laughs> <laughs> That's my sidekick. <laughs> yes, yes. But, um, you know, it, it definitely, music, Pop, words definitely has um, power. Like, um, there was this open mic competition this past May that was downtown um, that I partook in. And I was um, singing The Temptations Ain't Too Proud to Beg. And I was singing, and I was singing to this particular girl, this particular woman who would eat. She was eating. She wasn't expecting it. But <laughs> she, was feel, she was feeling it. And, I, you know, while she was feeling it, I was feeling it even more. And then... While I was singing, she was singing the lyrics right back to me. So See? we were singing to each other. So that to me, you know, I actually have a clip of that on my Instagram and Facebook page. So that was probably my best moment as far as performing because I was just singing to her and she was singing right back to me. It was just, it was just a dope feeling, beautiful feeling. You know, moments like that, you know, really makes me happy. Definitely, definitely. And it's all about, like you said, the audience and engagement, making people feel like they're seen and they're a part of the performance. That's really big. That's really big. Now, in addition to your music, we discussed your podcast. Tell me about um, how the podcast came about and what your thought process was behind it and where you are today with it. Um, I actually started my podcast back in September 2020. Um, Two brothers that I know that's from New York inspired me to do so because they are, they are, um, two of them are the hosts of this podcast called a Rap Man Podcast. And I started listening to their podcast and it's a dope podcast because they're, they're like, um, they're like aficionados of hip hop. They, mm -hmm. they know everything. They know everything, you know, the album and the production and the, the making behind the album, the reasoning behind the album, and those two inspired me to do what I do. And, you know, one day last year, I inboxed them and asked them, you know, I, I was telling I wanted, I asked them, well, I told them that I want to start a podcast. Mm -hmm. and they gave me, they gave me pointers on what to do and what not to do and how to attract an audience and, um, and stuff like that. And, I, like I said, I started in September uh, 2020. I did my first um, podcast episode, an uh, introduction to myself, you know, and, you know, it was good. You know, I was a newbie, you know. Um, I listened to playback and, you know, 
I'm like, I'm cringe a little bit. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> but thank goodness for editing. And um, where is that today? You know, um, I'm on season three. You know, um, did a couple of interviews. I interviewed you and yes, Chuck yes. Lee and um, a couple other um, artists in the Pittsburgh area. You know, Shops and Barbados Black, um, Mr. Trell, um, Dre Dior, um, you, Chuck G, um, Sherelle Unique, um, Sabali, you know, also interview um, other um, people that's um, entrepreneurs, you know, anybody that has something to say, you know, you know, that wants to come on my podcast, you know, I welcome them with open arms, I mm -hmm. listen to their stories and, you know, just giving them feedback, you know, just feeding off each other. So I'm on season three and it's, it's going good. And, you know, um, yesterday um, I announced on Facebook that my podcast is now on Amazon Music. So, yes, yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So that's a dope feeling. And yeah, so I mean, I'm just keeping the momentum going. I just want to reach the masses. And, you know, I've been getting a lot of good feedback and a couple of folks want to come on my podcast. And yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a great feeling, you know, but it's also a great film for the change that I'm a guest on somebody else's podcast instead of me being a podcast. <laughs> it definitely is a change up. Um, and I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact that you reached out to us and did give us, you know, space to share our music and our views um, and talk about upcoming projects. Uh, sometimes you don't see that. Sometimes you don't, you know, see the reciprocity in the industry or somebody saying, Hey, you know, come talk about what you're doing. So that's appreciative. Um, why was it important? Like you said, everybody has something to say, everybody has a message, but why was it important to showcase fellow artists? Um, there's a list of us that you did that for, and I do appreciate that, but why was that important to you? Because I, I, I want them, I want you and the others to get the shine that y'all deserve because y'all making great music, you know, in the 412 and, you know, other countries and other cities are listening to your music. So if I can help, you know, if I can help people be attracted to your music with, with my podcast, then job well done for me. And I, I think I achieved that, you know, because um, it's all about, you know, bringing good people on, you know, musicians that want to share their music to the world, to the country, you know, and, you know, I believe I did that. Like I said, job well done for me. So I, I think it's very important because... Y'all, y'all doing it. Y'all, y'all like the top tier Pittsburgh artists, you know, in the four one two. That means a lot. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no, no doubt. So, hey, if my podcast helps that, then hey, I did, I did great. So going forward, where can people connect with you? I know you said that your podcast is on Amazon Music, but where else can people find your podcast? And where else can people connect with you? Yes, you can find my podcast on Spotify, Anchor, uh, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Um, I also got a website that's available on my bio section on my Facebook and Instagram. My Instagram is coolmalik82. My Facebook, government name Malik Long. And my Twitter is smoothmalik82, even though I'm inactive on that. And like I said, I got a um, podcast website that's linked on my bio section on my Facebook and Instagram page in the bio section. So if they follow me, all they got to do is just click on the link and it leads you to my 
website for my podcast and it will list all the podcast episodes and list all the um digital platforms my podcast is on so yeah and yeah you can listen or um you can inbox me if you want to be a guest or email me at the cool podcast at aol.com that's the cool podcast at aol.com and i love to have you on and you can talk about whatever you want to talk about so you know just hit me up and you have to make sure to share these links with me because I'm going to post them on the Abundant Living talk show page um, as well as my website so that the listeners can definitely connect. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm speaking of a podcast, my podcast, I'll actually have a podcast episode um, tomorrow on my podcast tomorrow at 11 o'clock in the morning at Level Up Studios. So that's this is going to be my first in-person podcast interview with someone at Level Up Studios. And shout out to Mr. Mario Quinn and um, Patrick. And I forgot the other gentlemen who are the creators of Level Up Studios. So shout out to them. And I just want to thank them for, you know, giving me uh, the opportunity to have my podcast episode being done at Level Up Studios. So shout out to those three gentlemen. And shout out to Level Up Studios, one of the best places in the 412 Pittsburgh Steel City. Definitely, definitely. It's been an honor to interview you. Um, it's been Thank great God. to learn so much about you and just to learn the process um, of the podcast and everything else that you're doing right now, the positivity, um, the way that you're making music, the way that you're touching lives, the way that you're performing. Um, this is great. You're just all around a cool brother. You really are. All around. So you're a cool woman. Thank, Thank you. Thank And I look forward to seeing what you do in the future. You know, whenever anybody's doing anything in the city, it's great that we connect on social media. It's great that we're able to, you know, see it on Instagram and see it in our news feeds. But make sure that you guys definitely get out and get to some of these performances. Um, you don't want to miss it. It's a, definitely a vibe, especially after being locked in the house for the past year. You know, things are opening back up. Hopefully they'll stay open a little longer um, because I've definitely enjoyed the, you know, connection and the fellowship with other artists, with other performers, and just being able to watch how people have grown during this time, during this time. So Malik, I do thank you again for being my guest. I look forward to all that you're going to do and seeing the rest of your guests on your podcast. Please keep me informed of any upcoming shows. And yes, yes. And you guys, if somebody asks you how you're living and you don't say abundantly, you might want to fix that. I'm Latia S. Brock signing out with Malik Long, the cool brother. Make sure you follow him on all of his social media and also his podcast. And until next time, make sure you're living an abundant life.